0: What's up, everything, Medicare, Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brindle, wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today. Thank you so much for taking the time. And this is episode 192. I am fired up today, folks, because I'm back in the office. We are back in the office. Our offices are back, opened up, and ready to go. And so we're bringing you this broadcast. We're bringing you this episode from our offices in Sandy, Utah. So thank you so much for spending some time with me here today. Every single week, me and my company, Christian Brendan Insurance Services, bring you three podcast episodes where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. Folks, this has been a crazy time. I've talked about it enough on this pod, on this podcast and on this platform to make me nauseated. So I'm not going to go into too much detail on what's going on with the coronavirus, but it's been a crazy time. And we've been seeing more and more people be forced to do things online. People, I mean, how many of you heard of Zoom before this pandemic? I knew what Zoom was. I used Zoom pretty frequently for my business and doing interviews with people that were across state lines. So I knew what it was as a podcaster and as a business owner. But now my mom knows what Zoom is. My my aunt knows what Zoom is. Every single person I know now knows what Zoom is because people have been forced to do things Online and on video and do video calls. We can't get together anymore. Social distancing. And even as the country opens back up, we're seeing more and more of this. But this is not necessarily a new thing because of the pandemic. I think the pandemic probably expedited the process. But in a lot of different industries, there's a push being made to automate things. And it doesn't even have to be online, per se. If you look at grocery stores, grocery stores are basically trying to eliminate their employees. Look at Walmart, for God's sake. You know how, the other day I was in a Walmart. And, you know, stores and businesses in my in my home area are starting to open back up. And I was in a Walmart, and I, w- I was having trouble finding something. You know how long it took me to find somebody that worked at Walmart. It seemed to me like there's two people in the building. I know there's not, but you get my point. Self checkout. When I was a kid, self checkout was a thing. But in a lot of grocery stores, the Kroger's, Smiths, depending on where you live in the in the country, Publix, Winn Dixie. There was. Lines of cashiers waiting to check you out when I even, even when I was a kid in the 90s. Nowadays, you go into a grocery store, and a lot of times the self checkout is going to be full, and there might be one or two cashiers waiting to check you out. People in the grocery store business probably don't have much of a future in the next 10 years, let's be honest, but they're not the only ones. Look at what Amazon's done done to, to so many different businesses of different kind of industries. It's something that is it, it comes with the territory of technology advancement. And for all of you in the audience that think that I rant and rave and go off on a tangent too much, I'm going somewhere with this, so hold your horses, please be patient. This is something that we're seeing more and more in the insurance business, too. Trying to basically figure out a way to phase out insurance agents and insurance professionals. We can see this with companies like Ladder. I had Ali Salah on a couple months ago with Strong Family Financial, and he brought up Ladder about how they're trying to phase out agents and have people buy life insurance completely online. I'm not trying to you know, be a promotion here for Ladder, but it's something that we're seeing. It's something that we're seeing. And even before anything of a crisis and a pandemic took place, we saw it back in the beginning of open enrollment last year, when Medicare um, basically rolled out their brand new Medicare.gov site. And anybody in the industry knows, the purpose and the point of this site was to slowly but surely make the agents irrelevant, the insurance agents. So me, basically. On the new Medicare.gov site, they tried to make it a one-stop, easy thing, I suppose, to where, you know, people could do everything they needed by itself. Here's the here's the thing about this. They failed miserably because it's the government. Let me explain. I had somebody call me up the other day, a client of mine and he's like, "I was just told about this site that the government runs that people can get all the information and they can sign up directly on the site and blah blah blah. Did you know about this?" I'm like, Yes, I kind of did know about this. And he said, I was trying to look on the site, and I couldn't find anything. It was like I was reading a foreign language. Bingo. There's all the Medicare information out there you can find in a book. There's been several people that have written books, myself included, about Medicare. What is this, if if not just multiple books poured onto a website? Because when you're reading something on a website, is it any different than reading it out of a book? Really? And of course, you know, with the government, they're going to put everything in real proper terminology and lingo, and it's going to be, you know, worded like it was written by a robot. Good luck. Good luck. If you are if 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 people are going to basically learn their options by using sites like that my response as an agent is good luck because unless you're in the insurance business it's scribbles it's nonsense I have to take a quick break folks i want to tell you exactly my thoughts about this um if i think the insurance agents will go away what this means what you need to know, and why I still believe that an insurance agent is necessary and why I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, everybody. This is segment two of three of episode 192 of the Everything Medicare podcast. My name is Christian Brindle. Thanks for being with me today. Folks, one thing that I have learned over the years is the people that you talk to when you call Medicare typically don't know that much about the different plans in your area. They know about A, B, claims, that kind of stuff, original Medicare, but they typically do not know all that much about the different plans. This is what I've come to realize. And they're so rude, aren't they? I might get in trouble for saying that, but that's just the truth. I've had different situations over the years where I've had to you know do conference calls and call in with clients of mine to Medicare and they're never pleasant to talk to they're 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 typically miserable people underpaid people that just can't wait to go home and they couldn't give two shits about you so if you take the insurance agents out of the equation, you're basically trying to educate yourself on a um, on an unreadable un um, consum- consumable website that nobody knows how to use properly and anytime you need your support you're stuck calling the insurance companies and you're talking to someone in a call center somewhere that's making $10 an hour that is probably underqualified to be helping you in the first place with your medical care let's be perfectly honest about this If you take the insurance agent out of the equation, that is what you're stuck with. That is what you're left with. The reason why insurance agents exist is because there's a need. The government has always been trying to find ways, not just the government, the insurance companies too, to find ways to exist and thrive without agents in the picture, they've never been successful. Even before the rise of the internet, they were trying to find ways of doing it, you know, through old school marketing techniques, you know, like mailings and things like that. It's never been successful. The agent is necessary, and here's why. Typically, the people that do really well as insurance agents are people people. Like me, I, think I I like to think I'm a people person. I like people. I like talking to people. So right there, talking to me is a lot easier than talking to Medicare. To where they wish you'd, you know, explode into flames as soon as they pick up the phone on you. <laughs> I've said this before. The Social Security Administration, the Department of Motor Vehicles, the IRS... Government-ran organizations don't train their employees very well in customer support because they don't have to. Because you have to do business with them. You have to work with them. You have to do what they say. Otherwise, you get in trouble. So they can treat you however they want. The insurance agents and the private companies, that's not the case. You don't have to do business with any particular insurance agent, and because of that, everybody wants to give you good service, the good ones anyway. Nobody has to do business with Christian Brindle and Christian Brindle Insurance Services. We want to make it to where you want to. So we're happy to provide service, customer service, be friendly. We want it to be a good experience when you call and talk to me or talk to one of our staff members. That right there is a probably a very good um, reason why we're necessary. Number two, we can talk to you about any company and tell you anything you want to know about it. A good agent can. And people at Medicare can't. I mean, they might try. They might think that they can, but they don't know what you'd want them to know. They're not going to take the time of day with you to go through your options. I mean, we're a long way away from having agents be irrelevant and unnecessary. We just are. The personal service, the third-party customer service, is incredibly valuable. And I personally, I don't recall ever encountering somebody that tried to do it all on their own that had half of good of experience as someone that worked with an agent. Not even necessarily me, but just a good agent. Agents are valuable. The government might try to come out with new ways, and the insurance companies might come try to come out with new ways to make us irrelevant, but they can't. They hire their own agents that work for their insurance companies. You know, The problem is they're biased, They don't know anything about the other companies, and they can't offer anything but that particular company. So unless you're going to meet with 10 different agents that all have a different spell and spiel about why their plan and their insurance company is the best thing since sliced bread, when in reality you could talk to one person that represents them all and can give it to you straight and say, listen, Mrs. Jones, this company's great, this company's great, but for your particular needs, I think you probably would be best off with this. You don't get that anywhere else. And that's why agents won't be going anywhere anytime soon. The need is there, and we offer a real service. I do believe that. Folks, I have to take one last break, hear from another sponsor. I'll be back with you in segment three of three, where I have some final thoughts on this topic I'd like to share with you. Don't go anywhere, I'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me all the way to the end. Folks, if you've never worked with a good agent before, a lot of the stuff I'm saying might be foreign to you. But working with a good agent can absolutely transform your entire life when it comes to your health insurance or your insurance in general. It doesn't even have to be Medicare, whether it's car insurance, homeowner's insurance, a good agent's going to make you feel safe, comfortable, and make it easy for you. Because at the end of the day, that's our job. Our job is to make your life easier. And I think that we do a good job at that. At least the good agents do anyway. Not all agents are created equal. Folks, I really appreciate you sticking with me all the way to the end on this episode. Um if you are turning 65 or you're already on Medicare, whatever your case might be, but you're, maybe you're not sure on what, you're, what you have or if what you have is the best thing for you or maybe you're turning 65 and you feel overwhelmed and confused, my company, Christian Bruno Insurance Services, works with people in 10 states. We'd be, we'd be more than happy to take a look at your situation and try to give a good recommendation. Um, those states are Utah, Colorado, Idaho, Oregon, Washington, California, Texas. Virginia, South Carolina, and Florida. Again, that's Utah, Colorado, Idaho, Oregon, Washington, California, Texas, Virginia, South Carolina, and Florida. My number is 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340 to my office. Or if you're more comfortable shoot me an email, you're more than welcome to do that as well. My email address is christianb.xmission.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N, B as in boy, at xmission.com. As always, folks, I really appreciate you sticking with me. Um, If you ever have any requests for a topic on a podcast episode, feel free to drop it in the comment section on one of our YouTube videos or shoot us an email. Um, We're always happy to bring you the episodes that you want to see. Hope you have a great Monday. We'll be back with you Wednesday. Take care.